Alrighty, everyone. Guru and the Wiz here. Wiz, the time has come. Um, I'm not sure that uh, Patriot fans have uh, finished pinching themselves that uh, the reality uh, has come, has finally come to uh, uh, the rubber meets the road moment. But Tom Brady is no longer a New England Patriot. He is the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really interesting stuff. Wiz, how are you today? I'm doing well, and uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be you know interesting. Certainly, something strange to see uh, Tom Brady quarterbacking uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's just been a, a fixture, uh, and you know we all have him, and you know that 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 visual of him with that Patriot jersey on ingrained in our minds. So it'll be a little different and a little uh, unusual, um, but he's got an elite pair of wide receivers. Uh, to throw the ball too, but you know we'll, we'll we'll just stick to Brady for the time being, and uh, you know I think the big difference will be is he's going to you know protect the ball uh, a lot better than Jameis Winston. I mean it'll be a night and day difference from how Brady will protect the ball to Winston, um, and he'll be he'll be you know good. Uh, he has these. Elite receivers in Evans and Godwin, good tight ends as well. He brings Gronk with him out of retirement. So the question is with Tom Brady, he's always been a great quarterback, but not necessarily considered an elite fantasy quarterback because of conditions and because they sometimes they get themselves into these games where they really want to run the ball. So considering his age, considering that he's in a new team, and then also considering the duo with wide receiver that he's throwing to, is Tom Brady a quarterback one in your mind? Uh, yeah, he's a quarterback one in my mind. And, 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 and I, you know, I, I went and looked at a couple of game highlights, not game films, but game highlights last year. And early in the season, this was before Josh Gordon um, was removed from the team. And, um Tom Brady was still able to get the ball down the field pr- pretty well. You know, it's interesting. He, he threw the ball for a 42-year-old guy. He threw the ball 613 times last year. He had one of his lowest completion percentages in a long time. It was 60%. But, you know, he had some questionable guys that he was throwing to. Outside of Edelman and, and after after Gordon made his way out of town, you know, there was some sketchy, um, sketchy players that he was throwing to. I mean, I, I, they tried to bring in other guys and we'll, we'll talk about that, but, and he seemed very frustrated and maybe the relationship has gotten a little bit tired, but uh, you know, Bruce Arians is an innovative coach. You know, Byron Leftwich has gotten consideration for coaching jobs the last couple of years. He's evolving into, you know, a very steady pair of hands as an offensive coordinator. Tom Moore is a, is an assistant offensive coordinator there, a guy who spent a lot of time with Peyton Manning over the years you got to remember the pedigree of quarterbacks these guys have been with so I think they'll easily easily be on the same page language wise they have great array of talent here I'm really excited to see what Brady does at age 43 I'm disappointed that there won't be fans in the stands when 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 the you know Tampa's got all these primetime games as a result of Brady being there but yeah I have Brady as a as a number one quarterback this year and I'm not shying away from that yeah I think it's going to be interesting to see um what that offense looks like, you know, if he's able to open things up and uh, or if they're going to play a little bit more conservative game, and that's not Bruce Arian style, whose motto is, uh, you know, no, no, no risk it, no biscuit. So 
he he you know is, loves that you know passing attack and uh, but but you know are you concerned at all where Brady's coming in you know after having that be able to work shorthand if you will and and know things you know just like the back of his hand with Josh McDaniel uh, you know Josh Daniels and, and Edelman and having that familiarity and going yeah those guys are skilled more and Arians and they've worked with you know great quarterbacks and he has two great receivers but are you concerned at all that it will take a little time for the the, the system and the player to get together on the same page. First off, I think Tom Brady's been sneaking all over Tampa Bay already, throwing the ball even before uh, even before he was uh, able to. So <laughs> I'm, I'm semi kidding about that. But I'd be more worried if it was a younger quarterback. The fact that it's Tom Brady and he's 20 odd years into the league and he's the most successful quarterback in the history of the NFL in terms of winning championships. I, I'm I'm not worried about it. I'm just I just think his 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 veteran his veteran veteran leadership will will take hold and I think just his ability and look he's had to he's had to overcome a lot of different changing faces in New England and he seems to kind of roll with the punches all the time. So I, I think he'll do that and the fact that he's throwing to the guys he's going to be throwing to is exciting. What I'm not excited about is 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 the running back group here, but the receiving core for sure I'm excited about. Yeah, so it looked like finally Ronald Jones, you know, was able to shrug off Peyton Barber, who who's you know not on the team anymore, and then there goes Tampa Bay Bucks, and they you know they 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 draft Keyshawn Vaughn uh, to kind of like you know challenge him or be the clear backup to him, but he'll certainly you know be in the mix. But Ronald Jones, I thought, was improving as the season was going on and uh you know how do you view ronald jones i mean do you are you concerned with Keyshawn vaughn really you know cutting into his carries do you kind of seeing being a starter and a, and a handcuff how do you see that duel working and um you know if you have ronald jones and you have ronald jones there's a real chance that you have the starting running back getting the lion's share of carries for an offense that could be very, very potent. So how do you view Ronald Jones this year? Yeah, it'll be very interesting. You know, we know Corey Dillon and over the years had a, you know, a lot of big touchdown years when he was with New England, and, 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 and the rushing game is a big part of it, and, and it'll be a high-scoring offense, as you mentioned. So I, I think rookies are behind the eight balls. We've talked about many times. So Ronald Jones certainly should be elevated in status. I'm not thrilled with the player overall, though he did improve, as you mentioned. Um, but I, I'm going to find it hard-pressed for Vaughn to kind of step in here and, and kind of take over things when, you know, it's just been an abnormal preseason and it's just a little bit harder for, for, for a player like that to get in there. They, ha they have that kid, Dari Unguabaole, uh, still there, and I guess he'll be kind of the third back third down back, and we know how Brady utilized um, James White in this offense, so so that'll be interesting to watch as well. The one thing is that the, the, you know, new, uh, the Tampa Bay, uh, you know, Arians talked about this, and they're going to go with a 12 personnel as their base offense, so that'll be interesting to watch how that works, but, you know, sticking with the running backs here right now, uh, you know, I think Jones, you know, you almost have to give him additional consideration in this offense because of, of the, the makeup it is, you know, is he, 
he's probably a solid number two running back, I think. That's that's probably the way people are going to think of it. He probably ranks somewhere in that 15 to 25 range. Uh, that's the, kind of the way I think about it. I, I'd be a little gun-shy on the player just because I haven't been impressed with him in the past, but I could see people getting excited about him. Yeah, I mean, he's shored up some of his uh, weaknesses. He's gotten a little better in pass protection, I thought. Uh, a little more confidence and, uh, you know, not looking to kick everything outside and actually, you know, taking what the defense gives him. And uh, he's certainly an explosive player and is capable of making big plays through the running game. So we'll have to, we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, but I, I think, you know, there, there's a real chance for Ronald Jones, at least from the start of the season, to uh, – be an impact player this year. Do you, do you, um, do you like, do you like Vaughn? I mean, I know Vaughn started his career at Illinois and then he moved on to Vanderbilt. And he had a couple of gaudy years in terms of, you know, yards per carry, even in the SEC, which is a tough conference, right? And Vandy's not a great team, but he averaged almost eight yards a carry as a junior. He took a step I, back last yeah, I mean, year. I, yeah, I think, I, I don't, I, I don't think he's going to unseat Ronald Jones. Uh, I think it would take some, um, some bad mistakes by Ronald Jones, which he's capable of doing. Uh, if he misses a couple of assignments on pass protection or fumbles, uh, it, it would, you know, that, that could, you know, be Ronald Jones undoing. But if that does not happen, I kind of think Ronald Jones is going to stave him off. That being said, if you have Ronald Jones like Howie Z does in our league, you better make sure you get Vaughn because if something was happening to Jones, then Vaughn would, would be uh, prominent in that offense, uh, certainly. So, yeah, I think I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about Ronald Jones until I'm not. So if he makes the mistakes, he could be in the doghouse, but if he, you know, continues, you know, building on his confidence and momentum from last year, I think he could be kind of an impact player this year. Um, I think the one thing that's worth yeah, mentioning uh, too is is that you know this offensive line they they worked on you know they they got a player that we thought might go in the top ten right and that's uh, Tris- Tristan Wirfs right so it's it should be a yeah, yeah no certainly yeah certainly they they needed that you knew that was going to be their first pick with Brady there they weren't going to worry about anything at skill position uh, they wanted to shore up that offensive line and shore up uh, the blocking and the protection for Brady so that certainly you know we'll, we'll certainly get into like offensive line play uh, when we get into specifics uh, after the team capsules but getting to the wide receivers I can't really remember the last time there were two wide receivers on the same team that were both wide receiver ones where certainly top 12 wide receivers taken in fantasy drafts are on the same team but I believe that is certainly the case with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and uh, you know I think conventional thinking is that Godwin is going to be the better fit with Tom Brady quarterback you know most I, I think not necessarily on talent I think they're very very close in terms of talent I just think it's Godwin's ability to play a few different positions at wide receiver and uh, I think you'll see a lot of Godwin in the slot. So there's a lot to love about that duo. Uh, number one, do you have them both as wide receiver ones? And do you also agree that kind of the pecking order at this point will be slight edge to Godwin and then Evans? 
Yeah, so yes. So the answer is I have them both top 10. Um, and, and, and I think conventional thinking, yeah, is that Godwin may be slight edge. Brady still likes to throw a lot of those bubble screens and slants, and that's where you know, you'll see Godwin in, in different positions, as you mentioned, and take, you know, his yards, his yards after catch was very impressive last year. And, you know, Bruce Arians talked the player up big time coming into last year. I know you really loved him, and you had him on a, a few of your teams and a few of the leagues that you, that you tried to get him into. You, we really loved the player. I think we tried to trade for him every week in one of our leagues. Um, yeah, I was, I, I was trying to get him in trade yeah, before the season, during the season. Yeah, there's a lot to like about Chris Godwin. The only thing that I'm, I'm – yeah, I mean, they're, they're both wide receiver ones. There's no question about that. My question is – Godwin, I think, has become a better red zone target, actually, than, than Mike Evans just because of his quickness and the ability to play in the slot, and that kind of that's where Brady wants to go with the ball when they get down there. But my question is, with this 12 personnel and him having his old buddy Gronkowski back, could that eat into the touchdown total of both Godwin and Evans, do you think? Yeah, because not, not, not only, so, I, I mean, before we move to tight end, it could, it could. I mean, before we move to tight end, I do want to mention that there's that, that little slot guy, Scotty Miller, is there, right? And a guy that you like that they did draft out of Minnesota, Tyler Johnson. Uh, I know you talked about that player, and, and maybe he lands in a good spot here. But, yeah, there's a chance, and, and you, you mentioned Gronk. O.J. Howard's there still, and Cameron Braid is a vacuum around the goal line, too. So there is a chance that, you know, goal around the goal line, you know, Brady's going to have numerous options. You know, we know that Brady had that monster year when Randy Moss came to um, New England and was chucking the ball down the field, and Randy Moss, what did he have, 26 touchdowns that year? I mean, c- could we see Mike Evans catch a few long touchdowns here? You know, Jameis Winston wasn't the most accurate guy in the world. Um, Jameis Winston turned the ball over 35 times last year. Tom Brady hasn't turned it over 35 times in the last five years. So, you know, we're talking about very different situations. But, but yes, I could see a situation where around the goal line, the red zone options for, for Brady are, are more prolific than ever before. Yeah, I think as for you know, just jumping right back to the receivers for, for a quick second, I think you'd have to see an injury to either Evans or Godwin for either of those guys to be, you know, they'll, they'll, you'll, you'll see them sprinkled in there, but for either of them to be impactful, have an impact on the season, you're going to have to see, uh, see an injury to either Evans or Godwin because uh, the Tampa Bay is perfectly suited for, and Brady is perfectly confident in 12 personnel. And they have an interesting mixture with O.J. Howard, who is one of these young, talented tight ends who just, you know, hasn't been able to reach his potential yet. He just never seemed to be on the same page with Winston. And I'm just wondering now, getting to watch and learn from Gronkowski if there could be some, you know, real opportunities for Howard in this offense. And I think there could be, and I think the familiarity with Gronk is going to be um, helpful as well. And, uh, yeah, I think the Tampa Bay is going to be a force to be reckoned with, with that receiving duo and that tight end duo, and then the big plays that Ronald Jones is going to be able to hit you with uh, every so often. Yeah, Tampa Bay is uh, – offense is going to be, uh, you know, uh, something to be reckoned with this year. I think, too, well, the one thing that we shouldn't uh, hide from is um, and I, we know Gronkowski is a, an exciting player and receiver, but 
gosh, he's a great blocker too. And, and Brait's a very solid blocker. So the blocking that they get as a result of, 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 Gronk coming down here, you know, just further helps the, you know, the offense along the way here. So it's a really tremendous situation. I think you could see a situation where you get 100 receptions from the, that tight end trio. I, I think you can easily get 100 receptions from that group. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's unrealistic. But I'll tell you, when I, when I think about Brady going into this offense and the difference between the turnovers and the situation from Winston to Brady, I think – the, the maybe the biggest recipient of Brady being there is going to be the Tampa Bay defense. Oh yeah, their defense is talented, and they were put into some horrible situations where they were trailing, where they were given terrible field position. I think with Brady. And the way he controls that ball, the way he doesn't make mistakes, the time of possession is going to be so different. And you talk about, you know, them playing some of those really, those games in really warm weather, and the opposing team is going to be worn down because Brady and the offense is going to have long, long drives, uh, and it's going to be mistake-free football. Man, I think there's a lot to like about the Tampa Bay defense this year. Your thoughts? Uh, they are a number one defense in my eyes. So um, Number one, like in the top 12 or number one overall? Number one, so in the top 12. Uh, and, okay, and, and, okay, and, yeah. and if we look last year, over the last – first of all, Todd Bowles is, is meant to be where he is. Him and Arians have a great relationship. He is a terrific defensive coordinator, and he is the defensive coordinator there. Last seven games last year, Tampa Bay Buccaneers ranked as the number three defensive um, uh, fantasy defense, which is a nice thing. The, the young secondary played better. You know, Shaq Barrett had a beast of a year. They have Indomica Sue. They have uh, JPP is there. Uh, they drafted uh, Antonio Winfield this year, so it adds to that young secondary. Uh, but but the defense is going to be relaxed because they're not going to be playing with their backs against the wall, as you mentioned. 35 turnovers by Winston, and this team was put in terrible positions, like you said. So this will alleviate that sensation that the defense had to deal with last year. I, I think this is an underrated defense, and if teams in, in, in your league are sleeping on them, well, don't you let that happen because I think this is a number one day. Yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be a you know a big difference from last year to this year. Uh, time of possession and field position and and scoreboard. I mean, you know, it's a big difference when you have a a team that can rush the passer and they're leading games instead of trailing games. So, yeah. Any other final thoughts on Tampa Bay this year? No, I, you know, I know the, the only thing I would say is, you know, this this offense is going to be prolific, right? Last year they had uh, Matt Gay as their kicker. They they also have the kid uh, Elliot Fry who they brought in. Gay was a little inconsistent as the season moved along. So, you know, could we see a situation where, you know, there's a, there's a kicking battle here? Because normally a Tom Brady offense lends itself to having a really successful kicker. Yeah, I would agree with that. So we, you're, you're going to be keeping your eye on the defense and the kicker for the uh, – so you're going to be covering all kinds of special teams for, the, uh, for Tampa Bay this year. Absolutely. <laughs> Excellent stuff. So I think we only have two teams left to go over, right? Uh, yeah, we have one team that uh, nearly made it to the Super Bowl last year, and that was the Tennessee Titans, who were uh, a rejuvenated team once they were taken over by uh, Ryan Tannehill, a quarterback. And uh, we have another team that doesn't have a name yet. <laughs> so the, the Washington football team, right? You know, I, I've I've learned to I've learned to say to myself that it's 
expect the unexpected when it comes to that dummy Daniel Snyder as an owner. Um, and, you know, he's run that franchise right into the ground. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I like Ron Rivera as a coach, and hopefully he's able to make a difference there. But I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about our final two teams as we wrap up our team capsules. You got it. All right, Wiz. So uh, that's that. I'm going to wish you a good evening and uh, in, enjoy the night. And we will uh, talk later in the week and get these final two capsules done. You got it.